pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas under God, one and indivisible. All right, next up is public comments and announcements. If there's any public comments or announcements from the board. I would just like to say again about the crosswalks. I've been seeing more people posting on social media about the crosswalks. And just a reminder, in the state of Texas, whether you got blinking lights or not, if someone's walking across the street, you're supposed to yield to them in a crosswalk. So please pay attention, because I'm still hearing, I'm sure y'all are too, that people are saying people are not stopping. So I don't want to see somebody get hurt. Appreciate that. Anybody else from the board have any public comments or announcements? All right, hearing none, uh, we'll move. Does anyone from the audience have any public comments or announcements? Staff? Anyone? All right, we'll close that. We'll move to item number four, which is... Uh, approve consent agendas or a motion to approve 4.1 through 4.3. Um, I'll make a motion to approve 4.1 through 4.3 since it's going through a lot of the board members. I'll second. Okay. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Oh, raise your hand. I'm sorry. Raise your hand. Okay. Abstain? Yeah. Okay. Joe's abstaining. All right. Um, then we'll move on to regular agenda item. We have 5.1, which is a presentation by Luis Sanchez from Hans Scarborough uh, LLP regarding the proposed agenda for the 88th Texas Legislative Session. Good afternoon, Mayor and Council Members. Um, it's a pleasure to be before you here today. My name is Louis Sanchez with the law firm of Hans Scarborough. And uh, first, I want to say thank you for executing your agreement of representation. We are so honored to be associated with the city of South Padre Island. Um, prior to joining the law firm of Hans Scarborough, I worked in the office of Senator Lucio for 14 years. And uh, working for him and uh, in Senator Lucio's representation of the city of South Padre Island, uh, I was pleased to handle the local issues for, uh, for SPI. And so although I'm somewhat new to, uh, to the private sector, I'm not new to this community. Uh, my dad is from Harlingen, my mom is from San Benito, and as a child, weekends and summers and holidays were always uh, spent here. And uh, in the time that I worked for Senator Lucio and uh, lived in the district, uh, I had a place in Long Island Village, so just right across the causeway. So I know this community well. Uh, I know your issues. Uh, and, um, and I believe that uh, together, uh, we can work to ensure uh, South Padre Island's place at that state table. You know, the, the saying is that if you're, uh, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And if you're not on the menu, someone else is eating your lunch. Uh, and so uh, it, it's been my experience that having advocates 
working for you uh, in the Capitol that are networked within the offices of state officials give you the best opportunity to achieve your legislative goals. Uh, and sometimes it requires us asking politely, and other times it requires us insisting. Uh, but um, the, the work that uh, South Padre Island has been able to achieve in the past and what I believe are priorities for you to achieve for your future uh, can certainly be realized with uh, the, this opportunity in, uh, in going after changes in law and seeking appropriations from the state of Texas. And are we ready to go to the next agenda item? Well, I, I think, yeah, we can move on to 5.2 and call it discussion of possible action regarding City of South Padre Island 2023 legislative agenda for the 88th Texas legislative session. And now you can go through and, and, and label areas of concern, I guess. Sure. Um, so uh, we know that uh, City of South Padre Island and, um, and the different professions within the city are well networked and engaged with uh, your professional organizations like TML and police officers associations, et cetera. Uh, we want to focus specifically on needs for South Padre Island. And so these are some collected notes of, uh, of priorities that, uh, that I know that the city has uh, presently and that we'll have in the future for its engagement with the state of Texas. Uh, and that starts with, first and foremost, the second access causeway. Um, it's been uh, a long-standing priority for, uh, for this community. Uh, and the city of South Padre Island is uniquely positioned to help support uh, all the different entities that are engaged on the construction of Second Access Causeway, including Cameron County, uh, the County RMA, the Metropolitan Planning Organization, uh, and TxDOT. Uh, and, um, and so uh, I will uh, put that before you as a priority for next legislative session. Next item. No, this is, this is where we go over. Yeah, we're 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 all good here. So right. you oh, no, next through. item on the on the uh, agenda. Yes, yes second sir. causeway. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, for, Sorry. First, first and foremost, of highest priority, second causeway. Um, a deep water marina has been part of ongoing uh, discussion, especially with the time that I spent with EDC uh, last uh, last legislative session. Uh, I know that there were uh, plans being developed. For, uh, for Deepwater Marina. Uh, and so uh, I humbly submit that as another priority for, uh, for the city of South Padre Island. Um, next priority, expansion of uh, convention center. And so seeking some form of appropriation or legislative authority for use of hotel occupancy tax to help uh, support uh, the city's uh, endeavors in uh, expansion of the convention center. Uh, Obviously, uh, important to this community as tourism is your uh, number one source of revenue, ensuring that, uh, that uh, beach renourishment is a high priority for city of South Padre Island. And so we want to be sure that, uh, that as bills come through the legislature, as well as opportunities to, uh, to add more funds for, uh, for, uh, for dune uh, protection, uh, erosion mitigation uh, and beach cleanup, 
that City of South Potter Island is present and, uh, and testifying in support of those additional funds for those purpose, purposes. Uh, another item uh, that I've got here for your consideration as a legislative priority, um, school start date. Um, in the past, City of South Potter Island has been uh, deeply involved with uh, dialogue around school start date as this does impact tourism and revenue to your community. Uh, and um, this is an ongoing uh, dialogue between uh, the school districts and tourism industry. Uh, and, um, and so as uh, legislation is, is present on that, uh, the city of South Padre Island will want to be present uh, and registering its, uh, its, its position on that as well. Uh, other items that we expect uh, to come up this uh, legislature that, uh, that will affect uh, City of South Padre Island, where uh, your input as uh, council members uh, will be important. Um, gaming uh, is, uh, is an, uh, an active uh, topic in the forefront of this next legislature. There are uh, many stakeholders who are uh, present uh, before the legislature advocating for uh, legalized gaming in Texas. Uh, and so uh, we expect that um, whatever bill is proposed in the legislature, including the, the bills that are filed now and the constitutional amendment for that, um, that I believe the city of South Potter Island may want to take a position on issues related to gaming and how that affects your community. Uh, we do expect uh, that there will be legislation around short-term rentals uh, and creating a municipal preemption uh, around short-term rentals. And so uh, the city will likely want to take a position on issues related to short-term rentals. Uh, additionally, um, we're looking at uh, use of hotel occupancy tax for, uh, for additional projects for City of South Potter Island. In the years that I worked with Senator Lucio, we were successful at uh, creating additional authorizations for use of hotel occupancy tax uh, to benefit this community. And, um, and certainly, I know that the city's got um, some uh, projects that are long in planning as well as uh, future projects that could benefit from, uh, from use of revenue from hotel occupancy tax for the purposes of tourism for this community. Uh, additionally, we may see uh, legislation related to, uh, to golf carts and the regulation of golf carts. Um, I know that, uh, that uh, any, uh, any legislation or any uh, uh, funding support for RGV Reef is important for this community. Um, as well as, um, oh, uh, looking here at um, public notices uh, relating to local government and, uh, and repurposing material from the old causeway. Uh, so these are items that I'd put before you for consideration of your legislative priority. Uh, if you uh, adopt these and we tier them appropriately, uh, myself and the team at Hans Scarborough will then work uh, diligently in representation of the city to ensure that your top priorities uh, are, uh, are met 
and, uh, and that we are providing uh, input and counsel to, uh, to the mayor and to the council members and the city manager on issues that become contemporary uh, this next legislative session. Uh, lastly, um, with, uh, with budget surplus, state leaders are looking at uh, uh, providing greater tax relief. Uh, and so we will see and likely see an increase on that homestead exemption. Obviously, that affects uh, revenues for the uh, city of South Padre Island. And we want to be sure that um, uh, in whatever form or fashion that comes, uh, it's, it's not punitive to the city's ability to, uh, to generate revenue and operate. And that concludes. Um, a presentation on priorities for the city of South Padre Island. Mayor, uh, I wanted to also mention that in conversations with Louis and yourself that he's also um, closely watching the long, long list of items that TML has as legislative concerns and our other partners in the industry, whether it's the fire department industry, the law enforcement industry, or public safety in general, and the different organizations that have their generated list. We've been printing those out, discussing some of those things. They're, they're little items and things that we're not gonna need to boast about at this meeting per se, but we, we know he's got his finger on the pulse of all those organizations and we're looking at any of those bills that come up and crop up. That's right, and, uh, and lastly, for your consideration, uh, just any bills related to uh, municipalities uh, that may come up or may be filed that uh, that are not included in, uh, in this uh, uh, draft list that I'm pre uh, presenting to you on legislative priorities uh, should be included um, in the city's priorities so that uh, we're not excluded from engaging on issues related to municipal matters. Well, I'd like to make a motion. Okay. Uh, in motion that we adopt the aforementioned list and have the ability to add anything down the road that pertains to city business. Okay. Or items. That I wonder if we shouldn't be including the broadband issue because it, we do not have good broadband here, reliable on the island, a lot of us. So I'd like to see that included. Okay. Uh, That's yeah, a big topic in the legislative session. Absolutely. The, the federal and state government have made significant investments in broadband, in fact, even creating a, a brand new office within the uh, office of the comptroller uh, to address um, uh, connectivity issues in rural and remote areas. And I did get appointed to a broadband committee at TML, so we'll start having, I think, two meetings a month, so I'll probably I'll be able to give information on that. Fantastic. Great. Yeah. Okay, um, do, who seconded it? I second it, all right, I'll second it. Um, would you, Joe, be willing to tier it out as uh, first tier, second causeway, and beach renourishment, and then second tier, convention center, deep water marina, no preemption on the SDR and school start date, and then the third tier of no preemption on golf carts, gaming, hot infrastructure, and then we'll do the catch-all for the fourth tier of 
homestead exemptions, publication costs, RGV reef support, broadband, and then not limited to any additional legislative. That's it. I'd move, move the marina to the third tier. Okay. Yeah, I would too. Because there's agree no with funding that. in place. The broadband, we're not on the map currently, correct? No, we're not on the map. So that's really not something we can jump that's into. That's why I was thinking on the fourth tier on that. So. Yeah. Let's move that to the fourth. Yeah, that's fine. I'll amend. Okay. Anybody else have any comments or thoughts? Mayor, maybe just one. What, what, when you say third tier for the marina, explain to that. Priority list by funding. Meaning that, that he, the, they're looking for what our priorities are when they go into a room and they're talking to a legislator or, or who it may be or, or staff or whatever, where we want to put our, our most focus. I mean, you could, you could probably explain this a little better, but it would be like your four-star items that are really, really important, your two-star, your three-star items, which are important, but they're not really, really important, and then the deep water, then, then you get to your three-star, which they're still important, but they're just not right up there on that top of the list of the top four items. And then it's then it starts there, and then we got our fourth tier of of where we want to start picking battles. We're just ranking them like we do all our projects, really. Yeah. So uh, Ed, to uh, uh, to further explain, uh, you know, the, this past summer uh, we had the lieutenant governor in South Potter Island, uh, and uh, the the mayor and uh, Councilman Schwartz had a great opportunity to. Uh, visit with him and uh, at length and talk about many issues that were important to South Potter Island. Uh, but during the legislative session and uh, and passing a member of the legislature in the hallway, uh, sometimes you only have 30 seconds. Uh, and so the, uh, the, 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 the tiering is uh, certainly important uh, for us as we work to hit on those most important items uh, for the city when time and resources are limited and competitive. So in other words, they'll still work for us, like trying to get some funding through some bills or whatever for the deep water marina, but if they got five, you know, 10 seconds to say, hey, uh, we really need your support on the second causeway, then, you know, that's that's where that priority would go. And beach renourishment, of course. Right. And unfortunately, there's what, only 14 counties that even probably care about beach renourishment. That's probably really only three or four, so. Um, do you have anything else, Ken? Or do you, no, I'd, you, I'd like to see the marina moved up, but I don't have the vote, so I'll just. Well, I mean, I wanted it at, I wanted it in the top, second tier as well, but. I'd like it in the second tier too, but we don't have any money. And I don't believe we've had any grant money yet of the 40 million, so just that, that's, Kind of like the connectivity thing. If we're not on the map, we don't focus on things that are a little farther out. Right. Let's get, the low, let's get the low fruit, the priority items, and the stuff we have funding for, knock that out, then we move on to the next project. I understand. Because he's going to he's going to have thirty seconds in the hallway. Yeah. Anybody else have? Get us a bridge. <laughs> Anybody else have any other uh, comments or questions? What tier did you put short term rentals into? Second tier, to make sure there's no preemption. All right, thank you. I put the golf carts in third because I don't really see it getting much ground. I mean, I think most cities would have some, they would raise holy 
if the city of Dallas all of a sudden you could ride golf carts down. Yeah, down Central well, Expressway. Yeah, not Central, <laughs> but, you know, on, on the side street of Central or whatever, the access road. Um, so, all right. Well, hearing that there's no other questions or comments, uh, all in favor, please raise your hand. Opposed? All right, motion carries. Okay, great. Uh, thank you all again. Uh, like I said, it's an honor to be uh, representing you for the state of Texas. Um, it's certainly, personally for me, as a continuity of work from, uh, from my time working in the Texas Senate and, uh, and now in the private sector, so thank you. I do have a question uh, I was going to ask. How are, how are the schools thinking about the school start date would they are they on board with a later start date or is that going to be is that the hurdle it is it is a perennial fight uh, between uh, school districts and uh, and, the, and the travel industry um, several years ago the legislature uh, created a new mechanism called districts districts of innovation that allows school districts to receive uh, an exemption on the school start date mm -hmm. um, and so you see schools starting uh, much earlier than the, and guess how many innovative school districts there are in the state of Texas yeah. now by 99% what's their I mean why does it matter to them is what I'm getting at why why are they opposed to because I remember years and years ago I don't know when it changed but we used to have after Labor Day start date here in Texas sure. yeah. so why why are what difference does it make when the start date they still have to go to school the same amount of days right right yeah and uh, you know school districts are trying to maximize on their instruction time uh, and so, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the reason why they, they seek that earlier start date. You also have to look at it from a standpoint that Christmas holidays have gotten longer. Uh -huh. Thanksgiving is now a week, where Thanksgiving was just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we get the benefit of it if we have good weather, because now Thanksgiving is a good week here. And so it's just kind of one of those, those battles. Or Christmas, you know, is, is three weeks. Sometimes it starts late. Sometimes Maybe it starts early. we can split the difference with them. <laughs> Et cetera. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I believe that no um, that uh, that there is room for uh, for a negotiation place between uh, all the stakeholders, and so okay. um, you know, uh, for the purposes of the city, uh, I know that uh, that uh, communities like South Potter Island would would likely oppose uh, any changes to the start date that um, that allowed schools to start earlier. Earlier, yeah. yeah. You know, like in Mississippi, they start like the first week of of August. Oh, wow. But they get out like the 15th of May. But I guess it's because of how hot it is and they want to get the kids in and whatever it might be. So we definitely don't want that. Yeah. All right. Well, we voted on it. It was unanimous. So we'll let you go. And we appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Now we'll move on to 5.3, which is a discussion of possible action to approve a budget amendment from the general fund to excess reserves in the amount of $102,353.70 for the purchase of two police vehicles. Good evening, Mayor, City Council. So um, we've had two vehicles that are on the lot that are really not usable at this point in time. F-37 has been down for uh, well over a year. It's been waiting on an engine. It was due to roll out already. I think you saw the vehicle replacement sheet that's attached to the, the line item. And it shows it should have already rolled out. So it's not a good investment to put a $6,000 engine in it when we're really going to have to replace it anyway next year. So we're asking to replace that sooner. And then, of course, uh, F-161 has had 
a rear end collision and has had major electrical problems. It's also at 122,000 miles and it's not really feasible at this time. We've gotten some money from the American Rescue Plan and we would like to use funding from the American Rescue Plan to go towards the purchase of these vehicles. And this is, this is coming out of the 344,000 that, 44, yes. that we approved yes. last week. And then we spent 80 out of that, so then we'll spend 180. So we've almost spent half of it, or a little bit more than half at this point in time, if we approve this item. And the fact of the matter is, is from my understanding, is if we don't approve this item, we will not be getting a new vehicle until 2024, or besides the ones we've already ordered. But the, 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 you know, the supply chain is still a mess, and if we don't do this soon, then, then we're going to... Yeah, that's Possibly what I was going to say. I'm not surprised you can't get the engine. I mean, like, yes. everything's taking longer. Motion to approve. Oh, go ahead. I'll second it. Okay. Perry, were you going to add something? No, I was just going to make the motion. Joe, okay. Joe's can faster. Can we even get the new cars? We, we're looking right now, and we think if we can get this passed, which is why it's on your agenda tonight, we might be able to get some that are still in service. Okay, good. Yeah, because it was the kind of idea, since we canceled the 15th meeting, we needed to. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, since yeah, it's it's hard this, to find cars, it's hard to find cars. We have somebody working on that right good. now. Yes, okay. yes. You're optimistic. I am. All right. Any other discussion? Huh? Well, I know. I said we we're going to need to vote. I was about to call the vote. I was going to say, all in favor, please raise your hand. Aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. Seeing that there's no more items on our agenda, we are adjourned. Thank you all and have a great day.